Hey everyone, I'm Brenda and I'm Julia, and you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Today, we have on with us Samantha Skelly. You guys know her. She's an entrepreneur, an international speaker, a best-selling author, no big deal. She's a wellness coaching expert. (laughs) She's also the founder of Hungry for Happiness and Paul's Breathwork, which we're going to hear all about. And she's also known as the Breathwork Queen, which, like, so exciting. And we're so excited to have her. Thanks for being here, Sam. Thank you guys so much for having me. I'm super excited to have this conversation. I can't wait. I have so many questions. (laughs) (laughs) They're piling up. (laughs) So first, let's start off, Sam. Tell us about you, who you are, Mm -hmm. where you're from, and if you don't mind saying how old you are. Yes, definitely. So I am 31 years old and I'm originally from Vancouver, Canada. So I'm born and raised in Canada. One fine day I had an intuitive hit that San Diego was uh, my next move. So I, within a week, I I bought a car, I sold everything I owned and I drove down the coast. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) And moved to San Diego. And it's been, it's so interesting when, um, you know, you just follow that intuitive hunch without having a plan. Like that truly is when that, like I call it, I call it living in the pocket. Like when you're in the pocket of just releasing the attachment to the how, and you're just fully riding the energetics of what feels good. It's just life becomes so easy and we can truly hack our way through this experience, um, in, in doing that. So that was like a, that was, Mm -hmm. that was one of the, one of my, uh, yeah, my, my, my greatest intuitive decisions. Are oh. taken away by your intuitiveness to just pack Yeah, especially because mm-hmm. I feel like we, we talk about so often how we feel like we need to have this strategic plan and have it all together and, and all these things. So I think people will be inspired by that move in, yeah. in general. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. put too much leverage on the logical reasoning and the yeah. – like, well, does this make sense? Let's make a pros and cons list. And the 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 more I release my attachment and, and honestly ad- addiction to that, the easier it is to sort of like unhook the mind, get into the body and just live from this place of, of ease and flow. And mm-hmm. and it's it's I had to really heal my inner perfectionist and my inner control freak and my inner everything that told me I needed a plan inside of me to be able to to to, you know, to, to follow my intuition, but it's so interesting. It's now it's like, okay, let me just make this decision. I'll find out later why it's a good idea. So for instance, now, uh, my partner's like, my partner's like, let's move to the mountains for a while. Let's just like get a cabin up in the woods and let's just like leave San Diego. And I'm like, logically, babe, that makes no sense because we pay a lot of money in rent and then we're going to have to pay rent again. Like nothing makes sense about this, but us being up here, it's like, oh my God, I so know why that was the right decision. So it's just so interesting to, uh, yeah, the, the greatest things in life don't make sense. Yeah. Wow. Yep. It's so, and I love that you use the word addiction for it because mm-hmm. it is like an addiction Absolutely. to feel like we have to have a plan and we have to follow logic and we have to like know that whole thing. And but sometimes when you look back on your life, you're like, hmm, some of the best things that ever happened to me were things that I did based on a gut feeling. Mm. I love yeah. that. Totally. 100%. And don't we all need some some more ease and flow in our lives? <laughs> 
for sure. No kidding. No kidding. <laughs> Especially right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so Sam, they call you the breathwork queen. So why don't we break it down for anyone that doesn't know what is breathwork and where where does it originate from? Uh, so breathwork is a very, very, very old, old, old modality that, that they've been using for ever. And if you think about the way the human body is designed, like we've been designed with this this ability to control our breath to regulate our nervous system. So pranayama is breath control, right? So if you guys hear pranayama and yoga and things like that. And so we've been given this ability like since the beginning of time to use our breath to regulate our emotions, to calm down our nervous system, to go from our sympathetic nervous system, that fight or flight into our rest and digest. But somewhere along the line, we just like forgot that we have the ability to do this. And so- mm-hmm. 10 years ago, I was in Bali and I was at that point in my life, I was overcoming an eating disorder and had tried literally everything to um, heal from this and nothing was working. I write about this in, in my new book that's coming out, Hungry for Happiness. Um, oh, and we can't wait. And it, yeah, I'm super pumped. And it's actually the second edition, which is crazy. So anyway, I, I wrote <laughs> it and then I rewrote it. Amazing. Um, but, but I was in Bali and I, and I discovered breathwork and I was like, what is this? This is absolutely incredible. This is such an amazing tool that that we all have. We all have awareness around it, but we don't actually use it. We, we're very shallow breathers. We constrict our breath. We don't let breath and energy and life force flow through us because we're just mm-hmm. holding on so tight. And so I, I began to heal myself, heal my eating disorder, heal those behaviors and addictions through breath. And I was like, oh my gosh, if this is possible for myself in this, what's possible for the world with this. So th- that is how Hungry for Happiness started as I was like, wow. we're trying to heal we're trying to heal eating disorders by putting band-aids on bullet wounds and trying to control food and control our exercise and that's just making it worse. What if we learned how to harness the power of our own bodies to heal themselves? So one of my big philosophies is our body is the healer. Our, our body knows exactly how to, it's no different than when we cut ourselves, our body knows how to heal it, right? Emotionally, same thing. So mm-hmm. when we feel heartbreak, when we feel stress, anxiety, grief, it, whatever it is, it's like those emotions are passing emotions. And when we are open and allow life force to come in and we use our breath, we can actually really begin to break down those energies and heal. Like our body knows how to do that. But when we get our mind involved, we screw everything up. When, when the mind is like, we got to do this and we got to do this and we got to do this and we get the mind gets involved and screws everything up. So the whole philosophy with pause and with breath work is really empowering people, not like I will empower you, but really teaching people to empower themselves so that they can use their breath to heal their bodies. So that's like our whole, our whole like mission statement of pause is decreasing human suffering by, by increasing human consciousness through breath work. So it's, it's been such a fun journey. And honestly, like I never thought that I would, I thought breath work was going to be the thing that I just sort of did myself. And yeah. I, you know, I didn't think that it would turn into what it is today, which is pause breath work, which is this massive growing community. So mm-hmm. it's been Oh my God. That is Mm. so amazing. I have like so many questions off of that. (laughs) You kind of touched on it, Sam, a little bit about, I wanted to ask you what, because I was so curious, Mm. what led you to finding breathwork? Because I feel like breathwork is one of those things where either people Mm. are like gung-ho on board for it, or people are really skeptical about it, which Mm. I don't know where Mm. along the line, because it's such an old thing, like I don't know where along the line we started getting skeptical about it. It's always so interesting to me. So yeah. 
I know you you said you were in Bali. It helped you through your eating disorder. What led you to that? Had you had tried other things that weren't working? What was kind of that journey like for you? It was a complete mistake. I was trying to go to a meditation class and I was late for the meditation class. So then I did <laughs> breath and I was like breath work. And the same skepticism came up in myself as well of breath work. Like I know how to breathe. Like either, right. either people think like, I already know how to do this, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, which is why we say to people, um, well, so, so there's two, there's two things with it. So I was a person who sucked at meditation and I can't, I couldn't meditate. I would sit down to meditate. I'm like, oh my God. And that's who pauses for. It's for everyone who says they can't meditate because there's no way like with breath work, you get the exact same results, mm-hmm. but you're not having to fight your mind. So anyways, that's, we'll talk about that in a second. Yes, but yes, yes. I, I, I went to Bali and I was like, okay, I, I, I read Eat, Pray, Love and I was like, screw it. I'm going to go to Bali. This sounds like the right thing to do. I don't know. If, have you guys heard of that book? Have you read that um, book? It's <laughs> only my favorite book. Slash Are you serious? I okay. I okay. watch it like at least five times a year. It's fine. <laughs> do I want to be I her? Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So I wanted to be her and I was like, <laughs> great. I was like, I will just heal all my problems through that book. So off I went to Bali, one-way ticket. I got to Bali. My first thought is like, what the heck am I doing here? And my second thought is, okay, I'm going to try and heal myself naturally, holistically through Reiki mm-hmm. and all sorts of crap that they have in Bali, Is what right? took you there, is what took you there the eating disorder? Like not being able to deal with that? It was, it was like, it was like a mixture of mm-hmm. reading the book and then it was a mixture of, this sounds like a great idea. Let me try this. Right. So, okay. yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I got there. I did breath work after, after the first session, I was like, wow, what is this? This is so amazing. Mm -hmm. And then I just became obsessed with researching about it. Now, mind you, 10 years ago, it was very limited. It's breathwork is limited now. It's it's beginning to have traction as you guys might be able to feel, but 10 years ago, not so much at all. So I was researching and Googling and there was only a few institutions and few academies that were actually training it. So I went to go do those trainings, research more about it. And I'm like, we need to, this is like amazing. So I, I think the skepticism comes in two ways. Number one, because people are like, I already know how to do this. I do this every day. Like my brother, that was the first thing he said, like, oh, you're going to start a company teaching breathwork. Like I know how to do that. I've been doing it for 30 years. I'm like Chris, is Right. So there's that side of thing. But then, but then there's like the medical professional doctor side of things who are like, Mm -hmm. you're intentionally hyperventilating. That's ridiculous. What the heck? Right. Cause it's like, Uh that's what they're thinking. They're like, you're intentionally flooding your body with oxygen. This makes no sense. Like this is a stupid thing to do. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that is kind of like the two sides of it. And, and, you know, with, with a lot of science, we can prove as, we can prove that of like, this is why it's powerful. And this is the effects that has on cortisol. This is the effects that has on, you know, decreasing inflammation and and really activating the limbic system so that we can begin to process a lot of memory and emotion. Like we really know how to process trauma, but we just don't have like, like our breath is so capable Mm -hmm. in a safe container with a facilitator, et cetera, et cetera. It's very, it's very effective to process trauma through our breath. And um, what happens is, is when we breathe, we release the mind the mind relaxes, right? Like the mind is what is responsible for like hijacking our transformation because the mm-hmm. mind is like, we can't do this. You can't do this. You're not good enough. You suck. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. All the conditioning, right? All the conditioning mm-hmm. from our upbringing. That's not inherently ours, but we've taken it on. Yep. So what that, so when we're in a breathwork practice, we release the mind 
we unhook the mind, we actually activate the limbic system, which decreases our stress response. We feel grounded. We feel more embodied. We feel more like, oh, wait a second. We change our perspective. It activates the, the, the vagus nerve as well, which is kind of like the leader of the parasympathetic nervous system, which brings us into the rest and digest state, which, which mm-hmm. when, we're th- when we're there, again, I kind of call that in the pocket, when we're there, life looks completely different. We're not, a, we're not addicted to our thoughts. We're not addicted to controlling. We're yeah. in our bodies. We're, we're, we're embodied. And from there, we can begin to heal our bodies on the deeper level. So yes, there's a lot of skepticism about it, but I find in my experience, I'm skeptical of the things that I don't understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so when I, when I begin to understand them, like I'll judge the shit out of something until I understand it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think, yeah. I think, I think, I think oftentimes that that's just like the human condition. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah whatever. And we, we see this happening with religion and politics and all the, all the rest of it. And it happens with anything. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when we lead with curiosity and figure out like, how could this be useful for me? How could I learn from this? And then we make a decision based on experience and knowledge, not, uh, not just emotion. Yeah. We can change the narrative. We can change the narrative. So, so much of my job right now with breathwork is like, we really are creating a new industry. That's mm. very much of what we're doing right now, which is awesome. So um, cool. But it takes a, it takes a lot. It takes a lot of education, right? It takes a lot of educating yeah. the market and educating people of like, this is safe. This is, you know, this is something that you can use every day. Our bodies are designed to do this. Um, yeah. Because a lot of people are, a lot of people, that's not the, the, the current narrative so oh, yeah I love that definitely and Sam you you just kind of mentioned this but for those listeners that we have right now that Julia and I have talked about meditation and they're like nope not for me or for people <laughs> that are listening to you right now and they're like mm, I'm, I feel skeptical what would you say to them why specifically the best answer I can give to this question is just go do it and have an experience yeah the, the like the, that whole piece I talked about of, of unhooking the mind and getting into the body that's very challenging for people when they're trying to fight through their so so I'll kind of explain it like this there's three pillars of connection we have our mental our cognitive that's always talking to us remember it's like the noise right then we have our emotions then we have our intuition with meditation the in the intent is the result is like we want to get into that embodied intuitive place I call it the inner hot tub the pocket where it's just like, oh, this is so peaceful. So can we get there through meditation? 100%. But does it take a long time? Yes. The reason why breathwork will work for someone who struggles with meditation is because the breath does the work for you in unhooking your mind and clearing your emotions so you can land in your intuition. Meditation, unless you practice it like a mofo, can I say that on here? Is Yes, you <laughs> can. can. <laughs> you can say it. I, <laughs> okay. Okay. Cool. Um, it, it, it's challenging, especially for someone like, like myself who like is self-diagnosed has a little bit of ADD, right? Sitting in like meditation after breathwork is, is like so amazing. So mm. what I do is I'll do breathwork, even like three to five minutes of like really beautiful, intentional breathwork. Then I'll go into my meditation practice. I can then sit in meditation for like hours if I wow. wanted to, but, but that initial unhooking the mind and getting into that embodied awareness energy that is challenging for a beginner meditation, which is why they download meditation apps and they're like, right. oh, I can't do this. I'm, I'm out. Right. And then they stop. <laughs> yeah. So, so like, this is, this is, this is the, this is the market that pause is really speaking to is the person mm. who cannot meditate. <laughs> Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. about what about for the person that because this is the one I hear all the time of like, well, I don't have time to do that. Like, I don't have time to yeah. focus on breath work or meditation. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the one that I'm like, oh, like I just want to shake someone. But so, what would oh you tell god. that person? Oh my god, um, um, it's so insane to me how it is so easy to feel good if we just put the effort in. It really yep. is. It's like, it's like what I say to that person is like, are you committed? Are you more committed to your happiness or more committing to, committed to your suffering? I, I say to my, I like, I say to my clients, like I work hard 
to make my life super easy. My life is so fucking easy, mm-hmm. but I put the work in, you know, it's like yeah. Eric and I, we wake up every morning at like 536, 630 in the morning, right? We do our morning routine. We, we like prime our brain, prime our bodies. We do our breath work. We do our meditation. We do our energy work so that everything else becomes easy. Because if we don't do the work to do that, everything's going to become a struggle. We're going to be so identified with our cognitive mental pillar. We're going to be viewing life from the lens of our anxiety. We're going to be viewing life from the lens of I'm not good enough, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, which makes life that you just waste so much freaking time doing that. Yeah. Not, not to mention if, if like it, so, so say one of our emotional needs is, is love. And because we haven't done the work to actually meet that emotional need within us, or we don't feel that, or we, we, we haven't done the work to actually obtain health love with another individual. Mm-hmm. We're going to create strategies to try and get unhealthy love, which is just a, the biggest waste of freaking time I, uh, that mm-hmm. we've ever heard, right? Like I, th- I think everyone has a story where they've tried to get love through an unhealthy strategy and it's been the mm-hmm. biggest freaking waste of time. So when yep. people say, I don't have time to meditate, I, I just ask, I just, I just question their standards of their quality of life. Like, do you yeah. want to, you know, so I mean, great I, answer. No, yeah. for sure. What a powerful question to ask. If you were to ask someone at any time, are you more committed to your happiness or suffering? I think they'd be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I think they'd be yeah. so taken back by that question. It's for really, sure. it's really drawing. And I think it like, yeah, it kind of gives people this like dear, cause I ask this question all the time <laughs> um, yeah. to my audience and to my clients. I, it gives us people, it gives people like this sort of like a deer in the headlights. Like, yeah, Ooh. yeah, yeah. But I think also like people just don't know what they don't know. Yes. Um, yes. And, and there's like that whole conversation as well. Like there's people that are suffering, but it's unintentional and they're, it's because of their conditioning and they're, 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 they're unaware. They don't yeah. even know that they could have a better life. Like they don't even exactly. know they have a freer, happier more fulfilling exactly so like we got to speak to that narrative as well it's like can we be can we be held accountable to things that we're oblivious to yeah yeah you know i think i think when it when it comes to this conversation it's like if we grow up with like shitty parents in a shitty area and like we're told that this this and this and like that individual has created a mechanism inside their body that is wired for struggling Mm -hmm. it's going to take some work to have Mm -hmm. awareness recognize and undo the patterns unbind the energy like recreate the patterns like that takes work that's Mm -hmm. not not easy that's not easy to do you know so so it's not as black and white as of like do you want it or you not or do you not want it it's like do you have awareness around it and are you committed to showing up and doing the work to create the reality that you desire right because it's it's like designer default that's how we live our life are we going to live our life by designer like if i if my business if i if i did it by on default this bitch would have been done years ago. You know yeah. what I mean? But like, I wake up every single day and I'm like, how can I design an organization? How can I design a culture? How can I design a client experience that is of this quality? And this is the result and really mapping it out and designing it and really putting so much love and attention into it. Same thing with my physical health, same thing with my mental health, same thing with like everything. It's like design, 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 design. So no, what, what an incredible mm-hmm. example, really, because I, we talk all the time about how so many people live their lives very passively and don't kind of like don't know that there is another alternative. Like we've been talking a lot about the book Untamed and just all these different things yeah. that we really start to believe like, oh, like if someone were to tell us you don't have to feel anxious all the time or you don't need to overthink on this topic all the time. People are like, are you sure? <laughs> like, yeah. You know, because right. um, it, it, it's it, it's what we are conditioned, like yeah. all we want, like even when we see all the crazy that's happening in the world, right? Right now, like the human need that everyone is wanting right now is safety. 
Yep. You know, it's like they they're they're expressing their need and they're 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 um, raging for good reason because like the their human body, their inner child does not feel safe. Their nervous system has not established a felt sense of safety and well-being in the system. So we act out like a little kid. Right. Mm, yeah. or, or there's no such thing as adults, just grown up children. Yeah. And so, and so, you know, and so when, when we are constantly approaching the world of, of like, it's not safe, it's not safe. I'm not safe. I'm not safe. We are going to act out. We're going to do things outside of our, our true nature. We're going to do mm. things in our, in our conditioned behavioral way, but not in our true nature. Yeah. I mean, and what a, I feel like what in a, a mundane way to approach life through fear. Like if you're walking mm. through your life just fearful all the time, like of course you're not going to be able to introduce love and joy totally. and happiness. You're going to be closed totally. off. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And so many mm-hmm. of us definitely get stuck in the fear and, and might not even realize it. Absolutely. But I think how cool that what you said before that even if there's something you don't understand or don't fully believe in mm. as of yet, what if choosing to find mm-hmm. out like – could totally change your life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's beautiful. It's like we all have the ability to find a lot of well-being and a lot of ease in our systems. It's like, do we do we want to go there? Yeah. So Sam, you've, you've convinced us. <laughs> uh, if someone wants to sign up for Pause Breathwork, tell us a little bit about how Pause mm-hmm. works, how long is the program, what's the structure, um, because mm-hmm. I think everybody needs it. <laughs> yeah. So A good starting point is our online course, which is called The Journey, which is a six-week course. Um, They get videos. They get um, an audio every single week and a workbook. And that that is a beautiful entry-level, really affordable first step. If if someone's like, this sounds interesting, let me try this. And it goes through the elements of like, um, you know, trust and surrender and how to to tap into our intuition and how to release fear and how to like really work with a lot of like releasing anxiety, et cetera, et cetera. So that's a really great place to start, which is pausebreathwork.com slash journey. Um, we have an app coming out soon. Um, Ooh, and, so and yeah, super, super exciting. And for those people who are wanting to be a facilitator, um, that's one of our big missions is aligning with leaders, aligning with, with wellness leaders, coaches mm. to turn them into breathwork facilitators. Cause it's this, this work is just so needed in, in, in so yeah. many ways. So, yeah. so yeah, that's on our website as well. Awesome. And mm. I think I may have come across this. Maybe I dreamt it. Maybe I'm making it up, but you have, I believe like, like a free video guided by you of breathwork and you yeah, go live yeah. on your Instagram, I believe too, right? Yeah. So, so I, so if you, if you go to, um, pausebreathwork.com slash free audio, there's just a free pause audio there. So that's like, a, that's, that's honestly a great learning place as well. If you want to do a little bit of a deeper dive, you can hop into the six week course. I do, I do breathwork on my Instagram at Samantha Skelly, and then we do it on the pause breathwork Instagram as well. So all over the place. Amazing. Yeah. So for anyone that is like, hmm, this sounds interesting. I want to try that. That's like probably an amazing place to start just to get even just to get a taste of it because so many people have never even done anything like this before. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Telling us a little bit about Hungry for Happiness. I actually have a few friends that are signed up um, and are getting their certification through you, which is Ah! super cool. Really? Yeah. Oh my god, that's so awesome. So Hungry for Happiness is my is my baby. The vi- the the vision, the mission with with that brand is to revolutionize the weight loss industry by helping understand underneath what is really going on. So it's not about the food, it's not about the weight. Like what is what are we really hungry for as a society, as a culture? Like we're hungry for love, we're hungry for appreciation, validation and how can we begin to to really uh, get that on it on a deep visceral level? So yeah, Hungry for Happiness I started gosh 
nine years ago or eight years ago. Um, and I just had this like desire, this vision to, I, I just looked at what was happening in the weight loss industry. And I was like, this is crazy. Not only have I been a victim to this, but millions of people all around the world have been a victim to this. And it's an $80 billion weight loss industry. That's just not helping <laughs> at all. And how can we, how can we shift the narratives? And, and so, yeah, we train, we train coaches to become food and body coaches. And that program is, is my like, I'm like obsessed with it. <laughs> um, and we have a pro we have a program called the food freedom journey. So we help people, uh, it's like a monthly membership site. So we help people with, with that as well. And yeah, the book is coming out September 29th through Hay House. So, um, that's super exciting as well. Yeah, definitely. No, that's awesome. And we, we, talk about just because it kind of has to do a lot with my journey and stuff we talk we end up talking about weight loss and food and body and all the things Mm -hmm. and it's actually been really interesting julia said to me she's like you know i can't believe all of these different guests that we've had or people we've come across that come from all different walks of life Mm -hmm. at some point really struggled with their relationship with their body and food um yeah and and it's so interesting because it's like we have this is only become a more prevalent part of our conversations mm-hmm. now that we're having these conversations and choosing yeah. to be vulnerable and explore our inner world mm-hmm. and, and all that good stuff. But it, it's just the more and more people we come across. I, I personally have so much gratitude and I know Julia does too for people that are, are trying to get to, to the mm-hmm. to the bottom of everything and really spread some some goodness out there. Um, totally. it's a it's a complicated topic for sure that so many people are impacted by. Yeah, yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah, I mean, the mission of this podcast was always to make people feel less alone. And it's like every person we interview, I'm like, oh, shit, nobody's alone. Like, we're all in this together. We're all having these. We really are. And it's I mean, it's been it's been beautiful to see. It's so cool. We're just we're just yeah, we, we feel alone. But yeah. we're, we're, yeah. that's just that's just an illusion. Like we're we, we're so connected when we recognize it, you know. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Is, I was actually, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, I, I feel like something that's so connecting is breath work. Like, yeah. you feel literally. It's like, it's like your inhale is my exhale. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like that whole like idea of, of like, we are truly all connected. We are breathing the same air literally. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's just, it's so interesting to see the, how connected we get to be and recognizing that. And, you know, I know the conversation right now is like very much of like how disconnected we are, yep. um, mm-hmm. which is, you know, which is, which is driving a certain narrative and causing a lot of like tension and because mm-hmm. our true nature is connections like we just yep. want to feel like we're connected we just want to feel like we, we belong and we're safe and and um right now that's that's not the current conversation but i'm yeah. i am holding a vision for like that being realized you know soon yeah. Yeah. of like wait a second like we do get to be connected like we mm-hmm. are here for each other we do deeply 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 care about each other like so funny eric and i were talking today um while we were working out we we, we made like a little gym in the back of this cabin and oh, we're like cute. using like milk jugs as like <laughs> and we're just so talking cute. about we're just talking about a separation (laughs) so fun and he was like he was like sam he's like if we brought people here to this cabin sat on the deck watched the sunset and had a beer we would realize like how similar everyone is like if we took like two groups of people who are like at war with each other right now Mm. you know and we brought them all here and we could just talk as humans here Mm. watching the sunset and just being in nature we're gonna be like oh wait a second yep like i i actually i can agree with you and like not hate you actually you know it's like I always say, like, if you bring people together for a good meal, like, 
<laughs> people would totally. just realize that we're all the same we're all human and that we just like we're all connected that and just made me really hungry <laughs> um, i'm watching this show on netflix called somebody feed phil everybody <laughs> watch it um it's like literally this guy phil and he just travels all over the world and he just eats like with all all the people from all the different oh places God. and it's one it makes you hungry too it's like a beautiful show and three you just see how like wherever he goes he doesn't speak the language he doesn't know the people and he falls in love with these people and they mm. fall in love with him and it's it's so beautiful and it's like we need more of that Oh, totally. Totally. It's like, that's, that's our true nature. That's yep. it. We're not designed yeah. to be separate. Yep. Totally. We're sure aren't. So Sam, you've been so incredible. You have given us so much. I'm so excited for everybody to check out Pause Breathwork and Hungry mm. for Happiness and learn a little bit more about what you do. Before we let you go, we want to just ask you two little questions that we ask everybody who comes on. Awesome. I know you're freshly in your 30s. So if you could tell your 20s year old self one thing, mm -hmm. what would it be? Mm. Hmm. That's... Gosh, this is such a good question. <laughs> mm, I want to give you like the, I, I, I know, I want to like, I could give you any answer right now, but I want to like actually dig deep yeah, into yeah, this Yeah, yeah, take one. your time, take your time. Um, it's so interesting. I, so I was a, I was a, I, I was a chameleon a lot of my life. I could fit into like when I was, you know, when I was with a certain group of friends, it was like, oh, Sam's the funny one. Okay, I'm just going to be funny and fit in. Or like, um, Sam's like the spiritual one. Okay, let me be spiritual so I'll fit in. Like, uh, you know what I mean? And I, I was a chameleon and, and I didn't really have a strong sense of self or like a central channel to be like, this is who I am no matter what. And so I would tell her like, find that because it is so freaking powerful and so amazing to, to truly know yourself, not, a, not, a, not on an intellectual level, but on a deep spiritual level like really know yourself so that you can show up anywhere and you can just a hundred percent be yourself. And that's been like one of my greatest lessons of like, I, I wrote, a, I, I, I said something the other day and then I put it on a quote card to put on my Instagram and it said, the more self-love you have, the less fucks you give. And it's so true. It's like a lot of my clients and my audience is like, how are you so self-expressed? How are you so silly? How are you so this? And I'm like, cause I do the work and I just don't give a fuck like what mm. people think any, any, anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. I really gave so many fucks before of wow. like, oh my God, does Becky he like me what if she doesn't like me is it my pants is it the and I know that's the current narrative for a lot especially women yeah. a lot of a lot of the yeah. the thoughts that are going on in our, in our minds so it's really about like understanding who you are and just so own that because it is like the world needs the most authentic express version of you Ooh, so powerful wow that. literally just did a whole episode on like being able to answer the word who am I the the, the question mm -hmm. who am I and how difficult that can be and how we really like identify with certain roles that we play like whether we're yep. a daughter whatever our profession is all mm -hmm. this stuff so guys more and more reasons for you to do this work <laughs> yeah yep. um and Sam our last question for you is where can people find you so Instagram mm -hmm. website coaching mm -hmm. pimp out your book podcast whatever you want yeah, yeah. so if you go to hungryforhappiness.com you can get the new book and <laughs> Uh, it comes with, it comes with a ton of uh, bonuses and things like that as well. I am also super active on Instagram, so just at Samantha Skelly is my handle, and uh, I'll hook it up over there. Amazing! <laughs> Thank you so so much, Samantha. You are so incredible. Your energy is yeah. magnetic. We absolutely oh, loved yeah. having you. And guys, go oh, over yes. to her page, get her book, check out her podcast, check out her all Instagram, the all the things. You guys are gonna love thanks, her. Guys. Well. Thank you. Thank oh, you so thanks, much, guys. Sam. Thank you. You're so welcome, you guys. We'll see you soon. Bye. 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 
Thanks for listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring Twenties Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With With love, Brenda and Julia. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.